Valentine's. It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Hey, back with you on Hump Day. Happy, happy Hump Day. All y'all here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. The homecoming queen is here in the bureau today, and she doesn't want to be on camera, even though I got multiple cameras in here. Your microphone is so much better. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It's yes. Nice, nice shiny microphone. No, the sound, not the look of it. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying the shiny one sounds better. I guess it's better. It's much better. Well, thank you very much. It could just be that. You know, I just get a better outlook on life, and my voice just comes out clearer when you oh. are here. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bill, am I doing it right? Sure. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably a good good start. He's been married 42 years today. I need all. I'm, oh, he, yeah. He's yeah, free you, to give me all the advice. Absolutely. He, I want to make it to at least 42 years. Uh, Bill says well, stay in your lane. Yeah, <laughs> and lots of yes, dears. Lots of what? Yes, dears. Yes, dear. Yes. <laughs> You're right, dear. You're yes, right. Yes, no matter dear. what's I no matter agree. what's going on up here in your head, you have to practice it's like patting your head and and rubbing your stomach yeah. at the same time. You have to be coordinated and practice mm-hmm. it. No matter what you're thinking, be, the ability to do this, regardless of what you're thinking. Uh huh. Yes, dear. Uh huh. Yeah, yes. No what you want to say, your your mouth should say something else. <laughs> um. And and in 2022, Annabeth's going to become more and more a part of this show to the point that she's going to be on camera. It's just we people want to see you. <sighs> okay. 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 Man. Not going to have this conversation right no, now. No, this is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on to the baseball. Obviously, there's something about Ole Miss because you said I would like it. So you what will. is what is uh, the state and Ole Miss are both ranked in a preseason top five. For college baseball this year. Wow. Uh, that came out yesterday. It's D1Baseball.com. Sort of the main rankings that people look at. Not the only ones, but and we touched on that. I, I am getting to the baseball. I want to read these first. Jason and Flagstaff texted and said, Matt Wyatt, don't forget to adjust your calorie counts for the ridiculous amount of coffee you drink. That's right. Do you count all the coffee? Because well, you drink it all day. And don't regret it one bit. Look at my cup, folks, on the live stream there. It says, High Point Roasters. This is some of that Guatemalan... Uh, roast yeah. from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. Make your tongue slap your hat off. He is right, yeah. though. You do drink a lot of coffee. Do you count that? I count the calories. There ain't many calories at all in there. Okay. But here's what he said. Caffeine is a diuretic and by definition speeds up your metabolism, yeah. even when yeah. you're sleeping. Oh. I don't hardly sleep ever. Uh, this is true. He says you probably need more good calories to be honest. See, listen, Jason, between you and Annabeth, y'all would have me weighing 300 pounds. <laughs> hey, just eat. Just eat it. You need it. Just eat that. Just you eat deserve it. it. Oh, take it. You need to cut yourself a break and have some cheesecake. How many times <laughs> have you said that to me? <laughs> <laughs> you would have me weighing 300 pounds. You got, I mean, discipline takes no days off. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> it really is true. When you start talking like this, this is what I hear. Wah, 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 wah. Charlie Brown. The Charlie Brown teacher. Just <laughs> and she can't stand it. <laughs> uh, Snoopy's laugh gets me every time. Snoopy. Um, 
Oh, sorry about that. That's my fault. What? What is that? Uh, hey, s- somebody's ca- somebody's calling the text line instead of texting it there. And I've never oh. heard that before. I hit the button. It's cute. There. I see it now. It says allow mic access. I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> Anthony from Tupelo said, "Brother, how long has it been since you went to the movies? I don't know about the mall, but at the Malco, they have the butter dispensers over to the side, and you put your own butter. He's on right. The popcorn. He's oh, exactly right. You can do your own butter. Yeah. Well." That- That'd be curious too. I mean, Matt hasn't been to the movies in a long time. You didn't go with us at Christmas. Yeah, I mean, look, once you have gone and sat in a theater and watched A, Braveheart years ago, mm-hmm. B, Austin Powers, I mean, it's, it's, there's nothing, I mean, nothing's going to top those theater experiences. Really? Well, I, I just think that's the last time I was in a theater. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> You've gone that's with Mary Liddy. Oh, that's right. We went and saw, um, what was it? Uh, I don't know, but I mean. What was it? When COVID has hit, it's not like we've been running out to the movie theater. No. So. But we did go in December, I think, to see Sing too. You didn't go. I didn't go to that one. You and my dad. Y'all, y'all, y'all I'll be we, honest with you. I don't have two that. hours to go sit in one place. I can't do it. If I sit down in that theater, I'll be asleep. And then it's a waste of money at that point. Okay. So I'll just let you guys go. All right. Well, where's the baseball sound effect when you need it? I used it yesterday. Uh, somebody did say to me this morning, you know, I don't understand what it is about Mississippi. I mean, it's the middle of basketball season. It seems like everybody's, you know, already looking forward to uh, – to baseball. And I'm like, well, it actually is true. It's true we're looking forward to baseball. We're really <laughs> it's just a part of life down here. It's part of life. Okay, so I'm not totally redoing what we did yesterday. This is just to, to set it up. But we had the top 25. Preseason top 25 comes out. At D1 baseball yesterday. Texas 1, Arkansas 2, Vandy 3, Mississippi State 4, Ole Miss 5. That's your preseason top 5. If it were a few years down the road, all the top five would be SEC, right? Because Texas is eventually coming to the SEC. Is that still happening? Yeah, it's happening. They're just not here yet. Well, anyway, so I thought, what about in the in the, the, these recent years where these teams were put in the preseason polls versus kind of how it finished up? Hmm. I know what you think about rankings, so. Right. I think I'm fixing to prove to you. <laughs> oh, you have proof to back this well, up? Well, it's not really proof. It's not definitive proof. Are you trying to say Mississippi State wasn't in the top five last year? They weren't. <laughs> and what I'm trying to – I think what this does is it shows that I wasted a lot of time on yesterday's show by going over these top 25 preseason because it's generally a pile of <laughs> as compared to how it finishes. But it does give you something to talk about. It does. And think about baseball. And get excited about so, it, and it is what it is, right? Right. Let's just, just, just be grateful for that little nugget. Now we do put sixty-four teams or whatever in the tournament. I don't know why I can't do a sixty-four team poll, but it's neither here nor there. Anyway, anyway, here's what I looked up. All right, so if you go back to last year. Before last baseball season, we know how that ended. State won a whole deal. This was the top 25 preseason ahead of last year, according to D1 Baseball, the same poll. Number one, Florida. Number two, UCLA. Three, Texas Tech. Four, Vandy. 
five Louisville, six Ole Miss, seven Mississippi State, eight Arkansas, nine Texas, ten TCU. That's your one through ten, not the whole poll, but that's one through ten in last year's preseason mm-hmm. poll, just like the one we got yesterday. So if you go back and look what happened, the number one ranked team in last year's preseason, the top of the list, Florida, finished the season unranked. Wow. They were not in the top 25 in that poll. I don't know what happened to UCLA, but we know they did not make it to Omaha, and they began the year as the number two team in the country. The number three team in the country in the preseason last year, Texas Tech, finished the season ranked 11th, missed out on Omaha. Vanderbilt, we know. Okay, they began the year number four. They basically finished second. So they moved up according to their preseason ranking. But Louisville at number five. They were ranked fifth in the preseason. We know that they, I don't know where they finished ranked, but we know that they didn't make it to Omaha. So in other words, Hmm. look at it this way. Preseason poll last year, same poll. One team in the top five made it to Omaha. One. And how many in the other five? All right. Last year preseason, number six was Ole Miss. Yeah. They finished ranked 13th in the country, didn't make it to Omaha. I forget. how They, they lost to, uh, to Arizona yeah. in the Super. Finished the season ranked 13th. So Ole Miss finished below where they started in the preseason. Now Mississippi State last year started number seven in the preseason. We know they won the whole thing. Arkansas, for the better part of the whole year, looked like the best team in the yeah, country. That was That's still shocking, isn't it? They began the season at number eight in the country. Missed out on Omaha, but they did, and I think rightfully so, put them in the final rankings at number five. So they actually ranked a little higher in the poll than they started. Texas began the year number nine. They finished third in the country. State eliminated them from Omaha. And then TCU, I don't know where they finished ranked, but they weren't in Omaha, whatever. So basically, if you go back to last year's preseason top 25, look at the top 10. They got about 50%. Well, not really. Of of the top 10 in last year's preseason, Vandy, Mississippi State, and Texas went to Omaha. Three out of 10. Three out of 10 made to Omaha. Now, to their credit, Two of the top ten they had in there were in the finals, State and Vandy. Okay. You know, NC State, I think, would have been there had they not run into the COVID issue. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So so there's one, going one year back, an example of, you look at the top of the preseason college baseball poll, it wasn't, a whole, it wasn't the best indicator in, in terms of, like, majority of these teams going out here chopping wood. They're all good, but it's... It's, 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 it's fluid, to say the least. So, let's do one more experiment. We couldn't go back to 2020 and do, two, and do another year because 2020, nobody finished. COVID killed everybody's season. Yeah. About yeah. 10 games into it. So, That's let's go right. back. I forgot about that. So, let's go back to 2019. So, just one more cross-section of one more year to take a look at rankings and how it does. So, listen to this. This is a D1 preseason top 10, according to... D1 Baseball, preseason poll, 2019. Number one, preseason 2019, Vandy. Number two was LSU. Hmm. Number three, Texas Tech. Four, Louisville. Five, UCLA. 
six Florida, seven North Carolina, eight Oregon State, nine Georgia. We forget that in 2019, Georgia was ranked ninth in the country in the preseason. Number 10, Ole Miss. That was in 2019. In 2019, Mississippi State in the preseason poll was ranked 14th. They weren't even in the top 10. So, how'd things finish up? Okay, to D1Baseball.com's credit, they started out with Vandy number one. Vandy won the whole thing, finished number one, beat Michigan for the National Championship 2019. They nailed the number one team. There you go. As far as how it started, how it finished. Well, that's a positive for them. All right, what about the rest of them? Number two, they had LSU second. LSU um, wound up getting bounced from the tournament by Florida State. Didn't make it to Omaha. Teams three and four in the preseason poll were Texas Tech and Louisville. Both of them made it to Omaha and finished about right there, third and fourth. Hmm. All right, so we'll come back to that. But then teams five through ten in the preseason top ten in 2019, teams five through ten, UCLA, Florida, North Carolina, Oregon State, Georgia, and Ole Miss, every one of them finished ranked below at the end of the season than they began the year. And didn't make it to Omaha. Every one of them got bounced from the tournament. None of them, five through ten, made it to Omaha. And they all finished ranked lower than they started. Okay. And just to throw it in there, teams that weren't in the top ten and some not ranked at all in the preseason top 25 in 2019, Mississippi State was ranked 14th, made it to Omaha, top eight, finished top eight. Michigan was unranked in the preseason, made it to Omaha, went to the finals. Auburn was unranked in the preseason, went to Omaha. That's, Florida, that's very bothersome. Florida State was unranked. Knocked LSU out of the tournament, went to Omaha oh. in 2019. So, so, so let me summarize again. We just hit 2019, the preseason college baseball poll, and then versus how things wound up. That particular year, I think D1 baseball gets a – they have to get a ton of credit. For out of the top four teams, one, two, three, four. Yeah. One finished one, three finished third, and fourth finished fourth at the end of the year. I wonder if that's the best they've ever done. It has to be. I, I mean, they, pretty... they basically nailed the top three or four, but the rest of their top ten, they had five teams, six through ten in the top ten, including Ole Miss, that none of them made it to Omaha, and they all finished ranked lower than they started. And all these groups of teams that came out of nowhere and went to Omaha wound up ranked higher. You go to last year, 2021, I already told you, you know, Florida starts a year number one, they finish unranked. Only three of their top ten in last year's preseason poll, yeah. you know, made it to Omaha and actually were ranked higher than they started at the beginning of the year. All the rest of them finished lower. So polls are polls, rankings are rankings. Baseball, just by nature, has to be harder to rank this stuff, to certainly than Certainly than football, but maybe even harder to rank it than, say, basketball. Why is it harder? Well, I mean, I just think that in baseball, it just seems like there are so many more moving parts. I, and, and I know that sounds weird because football involves more players. You know, you got 11 on the field for each team in football. You have nine on the field for each team in baseball. But in football, you're barring major injuries. You're kind of playing a lot of the same 11 guys. But in baseball, you know, you're running a different pitcher out there every three innings mm. once you get your starter on the bench after five innings. And it's like, so, so you're actually rotating more guys in and off the baseball field than you are the football field sometimes. 
I don't know. It's just, and it's a, it's a, it's just a harder game to predict. The ball bounces a little differently. It's there's less, you know, it's not a physical contact sport either. So in football, like I can, a lot of times we can look at, let's just say, for instance, we can look at Alabama's defensive line and then look over here at Tennessee's offensive line and know what's going to happen before we ever play the game, <laughs> right? At least in that particular battle. You can't do that in baseball. You just can't unless it's some ace pitcher because you don't have physical contact. You know, it's all the balls in the air. Anyway, the whole point of the whole exercise is – I said I'd go back and look, and I spent that time on those rankings yesterday. But I, And I love seeing State at four. I love seeing Ole Miss up there in the top five. We know from a support standpoint, there's, there's just nobody else in the country that, that supports college baseball like the state of Mississippi does. But at least recently, th- these top tens, you know, you're going to nail a, a team or two in there that – but but. Everybody else, it seems like, that winds up in Omaha is coming from from behind in the back of the pack. They're coming from outside of that top a lot of times. Do they have small writing at the bottom of these rankings uh, yeah. that say, hey, we're probably not right? Yeah, like a but disclaimer. Thanks, thanks, for, re- thanks for reading. <laughs> thanks for always like stopping the surgeon, by. Thanks the for Surgeon General's at the warning down yeah. at the bottom of the... Just, you know, just a little small <laughs> disclaimer. Well, and let's see, so... You know, Ole Miss is trying to get to Omaha for the first time since. Help me out. What is it? Two thousand. I don't know that. Fourteen, thirteen? Maybe it was thirteen. I just don't know. Remember the team that they had with the kid at first base named Sykes Orvis, left-handed first oh, baseman that I hit do. the home runs. Remember yeah. Sykes Orvis? Mm-hmm. That was their team that went to Omaha under Bianco, and I think. I may be off a year or two. It was somewhere around 13, something like that. No, it wasn't 13 because that was the year State played UCLA, so it would have been after that. Maybe it was 15, somewhere in there. Do you need me to look this up? No, nah, you don't have to look it up. So they're trying to get back. State has been there to Omaha now three consecutive years. They went in 18. They went in 19. Of course, went this past year in 21 and won it. And it's trying to make it four straight. And, you know, the streak already is pretty incredible, but to, to think Two, that they're going to... 2014. 14, okay. Boy, you think about that now. What a year for Ole Miss sports in 2014. Their football team, because, okay, so in 14, their baseball team went to Omaha that summer in June, and then that fall was the Bo Wallace team that beat Alabama and State was ranked number one for a while, and Ole Miss was ranked number two for a while, you know? Oh, yeah. That was a heck of a year for them. All right, let's jump over to the phone line. Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. You're a Kubota dealer. Thibodeau on line one. What's up, Thibodeau? Hey, what's happening? Yo. Hey, Thibodeau. Hey. Um, Matt, I wanted to ask you something about here in Mississippi. Okay. Please do. Is that something is that something that you're doing or somebody you're partnering with that's me um and for those that don't know i mentioned it uh i haven't plugged it a whole lot on the radio show we're going to do that more as we kind of get it going i mentioned it yesterday if people are on social media twitter instagram facebook you can look up here in mississippi it's just an account called here in mississippi like on instagram it's at here in mississippi sort of just highlighting and celebrating cool places and history and people and stories in the state of Mississippi and 
just getting it going. Yeah. So the reason I was calling about it is, uh, and I know this is not about baseball, but it just hit my brain, and I didn't want to not call. Um, I've um, I've lived in Mississippi for 42 years. I've never lived outside of the state, um, and I, you know, the history of the state and different cool places has always been something I've been extremely interested in. In fact, I think it was probably 20 or so years ago I tried to get a job with the Department of Archives and History, but it didn't work out. Hmm. Um, Matt, if, if you don't mind, let me help you with this a little bit. Um, I will tweet you things that you may not know about. Yeah, please do. I'd love that. Something. Yeah, I would love um, that. Because just, you know, every family member I've got is right here. No, like I, I don't have anybody out of state, and if I do, they were born here. Okay. So just, oh, I've picked up so many, so many different nuggets of things and cool places and stuff that a lot of folks just have no clue about uh, because they're not celebrated or the towns have kind of fallen apart. Yeah. Um, but I'll tweet you things as they come to mind. And uh, because my phone number is my business number, I'll give you that over Twitter too. So okay. if you want to ask any further questions, you can shout at me. Yeah, it'd be perfect because that's, that's, there's so much history and interesting facts and connections for you know everywhere throughout this state that we we aren't highlighting enough and maybe with your help and I can pitch in and maybe we can kind of kick some dust up every now and then and stir up a story or two so I, I appreciate the help Thibodeau yeah send it to me yeah, and I'll look for it. it thank you thank you thank you lots of cool people places history, buildings, events here in the state of Mississippi. Did y'all know that the 2001 Ole Miss Homecoming Queen was from Vicksburg? Sure is. Yeah, she's from Vicksburg. Sure is. I know her. She was 2000. 2000. That's what I meant. Yep. There y'all you stick go. around. Who's ready for some football? Hey, if you love football, so does he. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Nobody breaks down quarterback play better than him. And he's right here right now. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, staying connected because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. The homecoming queen is here with us in the studio as well. She is, uh, she has, she didn't come down on me too hard for not remembering the exact year. The exact year that she was homecoming queen. I said, oh, one. If you just say a long time ago, that works. Washed up. Uh, it was not that long ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago, Matt. I had to run into the eye doctor this morning, pick up, you know, some contacts that came in. And as I was waiting there, I was talking to one of the women that works there because she had to ask my birthday. You know, when I checked in and I gave her the birthday, I told her, you know, 1976. I said, 76, a long I know. time ago. <laughs> Seems so long ago. <laughs> and we get the... Th- and we struck up this conversation about how all these different things were so different back in 76 back then, how the world's changed. And somehow that went over to this about how cars were different. I said, yeah, you know, when you were when I was a kid, late 70s, little toddler, they just put you in the back seat. You know, no seat belt. I don't really remember. No, you had I think that, I remember a seat belt. You had that bench seat back there, and they'd make a turn, and you go sliding to the other side of the car, and then they'd turn the <laughs> other way, you go sliding back. And we and we reminisce too how the cars in the seventies, early eighties, uh, the armrests had every one of them had its own ashtray. 
It did. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, no. It was always an ashtray. <laughs> I mean, there was an ashtray everywhere. Pizza Hut. I mean, everywhere you go. <laughs> you sit down at Pizza Hut. In the bathroom. Every yeah. table has an ashtray Get sitting there. Personal pan pizza hey. and a cigarette. And like how many times? <laughs> hey, while you're at it, have some buttery popcorn when you go to the movie. <laughs> Step outside, have a cigarette. So you, you, know, you, talk about, you talk about being old. You know who was president when I was born? Uh, don't say it, Matt. Don't be rude. <laughs> I don't not, not George Washington. Yeah, that's what he's well, going to say. Here's Abraham what we Lincoln. Here's what we do know. Okay, it wasn't Teddy Roosevelt, and it no. also wasn't Jimmy Carter. So it's somewhere no. in between. Dwight D. Eisenhower. <laughs> Eisenhower. There you go, Bill. <laughs> I was born in 1953. Okay. Not, not old. <laughs> you know what's funny is like I have no idea who the president was when I, the year I was born in seventy six. Seventy six. Would that have been Nixon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Nixon. Okay. Yeah. Now that we all mm. feel old. There you go. <laughs> now that we're all feeling how old we are, uh, I wanted Wait. to bring something to your attention. No, it was it was Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter in seventy six. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, one of the okay. Worst, I don't know worst my, ever. I'm not all that familiar with Watergate. Carter defeated um, Ford. Okay, Ford. Yeah, Ford. Yeah, you don't uh, know about Watergate. Well, I'm saying I don't know the time frame. I just oh. knew it was Nixon. I <laughs> I didn't study it as a toddler, Annie. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> or after it, apparently. Okay, now here's what I was going to bring to your attention, a little basketball from last night. Uh, this is not good news for your Rebels, Annie. Uh, Coach Kermit Davis, who I really like. Uh -oh. He's a great guy. I, th I saw that they lost. They got whipped. Well, they just had an off night. They sure did. Couldn't, uh, happens they, to the best of us. <laughs> and apparently the, not the best either. Oh, okay. It happens to us. Let me tell you something. They got run out of their own gym in the pavilion by a bad Missouri team. I mean, it's hard to figure this out. Missouri went in there as a – they were 7-9 and nine on the year. And they were 1-3 in the SEC. And Missouri beat Ole Miss on their home floor 78-53. to 53. Beat them by 25 points. Uh, Ole Miss falls to 9-8, and 1-4. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, Arkansas stays hot. Uh, they whipped up on South Carolina at home up there in Fayetteville. Tennessee went on the road to Vandy, didn't have to go far, beat them 68-60. That was last night's game. You know, uh, I was looking at the Ole Miss game. Like, they hit all those threes and that win over Mississippi State. Last night, Ole Miss was 6 of 22 from three-point range. Oh. Okay, but I want you to hear what um, – 6 of 22? 6 of 22 from three-point range. Yeah. That won't cut it. Here is what Kermit Davis said uh, right after the ball game. Give Missouri and Conzo a ton of credit. Uh, you know, they just got blown out at Arkansas about a week ago, lost a tough one to A&M at home. This team really came out with a purpose. Uh, I feared it yesterday. We had to stop practice short. And it's uh, because of lack of effort and kind of focus on, on our part. And so I've done it long enough that you can kind of smell it coming. Didn't smell that bad, but uh, knew we weren't being our best. And so... Um, just got beaten every facet of the game, as you saw. Had a little spurt when we put five guys in uh, because they got another paint score. And it's our inability to, to – we can't really play our 1-3-1 because of the toughness in our zone and back to double fist. And uh, so tonight we just had to guard a man-to-man. -man. They made some, made some good shots, just drove the ball, put us on our heels, and uh, then our inability to, 
to score it really around the goal. So give give Missouri all the credit. Okay, so give Missouri all the credit. You hear that statement from the coach, give yeah. Missouri all the credit, right? And it reminded me of my favorite comedian. He's pretty blunt. Now, in yeah, it was. Now, in this case, and by the way, he said he could. See, they had to cut practice short because they had such little effort they could see this coming. Well, no, you cut practice short like the day before because guys aren't practicing hard, and you go out and lose on your home floor by 25. Well, he's an experienced coach, and he said he could see it coming. But anyway, two different times he said give them the credit. Now, in this example, it was the losing team giving the winning team a lot of credit. But it reminded me, okay, of my one of my favorite comedians of all time, Brian Regan. And he was on the David Letterman show, and he did a bit about how, if you listen, the winning team always gives the losing team a lot of credit. <laughs> All right, so listen to how he describes this. The winning team always gives the losing team a lot of credit. You got to give them a lot of credit. <laughs> they came to play. They got a good team over there and a good squad. <laughs> if we weren't perfect, I don't know if we would have won this game. They should hold their heads up high. You got to give them a lot of credit. I wonder if that news ever gets to the loser's locker room. Great news, fellas. <laughs> I just came from the winner's locker room. <laughs> I am not making this up. They are giving you a lot of credit. I'm telling you. I was just there. I got here as quickly as I could, but it was hard with the balloons and the confetti <laughs> and all the champagne in my eyes. I was bouncing off walls to share the fantastic news. You're getting a lot of credit for their championship. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I just came from the winner's locker room. They are giving you a lot of credit. <laughs> Pat yourself hard. on the back there. I, I came straight here. It was hard to get here, though, with all the balloons and the confetti. <laughs> And the celebration. Well, they're giving you a lot of credit for their championship. Uh, anytime I hear the credit line, it reminds me of Brian Egan. It didn't get much better than that. You have to admit, though. I mean, what else was he supposed to say? <laughs> well, it's true. You didn't give him a lot of credit. Came I mean, in here and whipped their <laughs> fanny. <laughs> well, what would you have had him say, Matt? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Truth. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Truth. That team is, they are really good. Yeah. They are really good. And, and we were really bad we, tonight. We, we're not. We had a bad practice. <laughs> and I knew right. we were going to lose. In fact. So thank you fans for all coming, but I knew we were going to lose. In fact, uh, I hope everyone will come here this weekend and support our game. Not sure if I'll be coming, <laughs> but I still hope you'll come. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, uh, wouldn't it be great? Um, well, Mississippi State, on the other hand, men's basketball. Uh, the the only ding on their conference record was that loss to Kermit Davis and Ole Miss at the Pavilion a couple weekends ago when, I'm telling you, Ole Miss absolutely took it to state. Just whipped them. One kid went five for five from three-point range. One kid by himself had as many threes against state as basically Ole Miss's whole team did last night. And that's state's SEC loss. They are three and one, okay? And they're so coming off – it just it just means more. It Matt. means more. It just means more. Look, let's be honest. Let's say they, like it is. They just get up for that game. And they didn't care about the others. And Annie, I think sometimes the rivalry State Ole Miss it swings from one school to the other. These streaks. I like, agree. Ole Miss is on a streak right now. When you look at it, Ole Miss has if you, 
since baseball season, so if you go back to last summer, State won the baseball stuff. Since then, and, and really even in other sports, going back past baseball, Ole Miss has owned the rivalry for two, three years now. When you look at men's basketball, now you look at women's basketball. Of course, you look at football, two eggs in a row. They have owned And then here's this team for Ole Miss. They're struggling against everybody else. Yet. State's beating everybody else. Yet. Yet State goes up there and Ole Miss whips them. Didn't just win, just whipped them. Ole Miss has owned the rivalry here lately. They just have. Well, you and, were in the locker room back in the day. Well. Even though you're not from mississippi you were in the middle of the rivalry it does i mean you you, have to you can speak from that standpoint it's especially at different times for each school and these different teams it'll take on a different level of meaning for one team or the other it does y'all won what three out of four and look while you were at state well let's look at this yeah we did when i was on the football team we won three out of four eggs so i was born at the right time but kermit davis all right his dad coached at state he went to state like, this means a lot to him. Yeah. He even said it after they beat State. You know, Ben Howland's from California. He spent time in Mississippi now for three years out of his life. That's it. it, it you know, we can tell Ben Howland how much it means. He didn't understand it the way Kermit Davis does. Hmm. It's period. End of story. So, not that that's the only thing that matters, but it's part of it. And State plays tonight at Florida. It's a huge opportunity for State. If they can win the road game, they're going to be four and one in the SEC, two in a row. They just beat ranked Alabama, and they would be hosting Ole Miss in Starkville at the Hump on Saturday. If State can win tonight, the fan base is going to feel good about them and show up a little better for that game on Saturday. And it may swing their way. It could, but you never know. Stick around. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who, if he's not talking sports, he's fishing for bass, okay? But he's right here right now. All right, back with you here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. A little bit of time left with you. We're going to come to the phones, but real quick, I did want to mention, uh, just a minute ago, Annabeth and I were talking here in the studio, and she brought up Valentine's Day. It, It was in relation to something else, but Valentine's Day. And it reminded me that I saw, and I'm going to help kind of get the word out, that Ron Polk is going to be the guest speaker on Valentine's Day, February 14th, at my high school, my alma mater, Prattville, Alabama. Prattville High School, former teammate of mine, Kevin Hall, is a head coach over there at Prattville. They got Ron Polk uh, speaking at the first pitch banquet on February 14th. And um, Annabeth immediately says, oh, well, you could go. Yeah. And I said, not on Valentine's Day, unless... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unless you, Annie, want to go with me no. to Prattville to see Ron Polk I'm going to pass. <laughs> on Valentine's Day. But my feelings will not be hurt if okay. you feel like that's something you need to do. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure. Yeah, go, go ahead. just wanted to see how legit it was. You just say it on live radio. I don't want to go on Valentine's Day. I, I don't to care a, to, but it is your high school. <laughs> yeah, they plan on Valentine's Day. And it Day. is Ron Polk. I mean... Uh, right. All right. We'll just have to see if that works out. What time does it start? Uh, I don't is it a dinner? Uh, details like that. I don't keep up with details like that. Yeah, you don't keep up with details, <laughs> period. <laughs> it's sometime that night. All right. Uh, over to the phone line. Let's go to line one where Mad Tiger's hanging on. Hey, Mad, Mad Tiger. Tiger, what's up? 
Good evening. Hi, homecoming queen. Hey, Matt. Matt and Bill. Hey, Mad Tiger. Hello. Matt. Hey, what's up? Quick, quick comment. Okay. Uh, change from the men to the women's basketball. The other night when Ole Miss ladies beat Mississippi State, Ole Miss coach in her press conference after the game uh, stated some things that went on and, and how they won. And uh, her last comment was, we'll do the same thing when we go there. <laughs> oh, well. It, well. Really? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> well, throwing it down. I like hey, it. Throw down the gauntlet. Yeah, but, but when you hadn't beaten them as long as Ole Miss hadn't beaten State, I just can't play that, huh? Uh, I get, yeah, it's been – I don't know how many years. I know it's been a while, you know. So, 40, I think. Honestly, there might have been, uh, what, a little bit of frustration kind of built up <laughs> and then just go ahead and exercise exactly. all those demons even in the press conference. Is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah, you went over well with the fan base. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, and there used to be Mad Tiger. Like, I think, I feel like all of us, we used to be much more sensitive to what we thought was bulletin board material. And it seems like nowadays, because of social media and everything else, we, we're much more numb to the idea of bulletin board material. Do you agree with that? I agree with that because when I was in high school, uh, we played Greenwood, Mississippi. Uh, we were ranked like number six, and they were number four. We were number four, and they were number two. And we go into the dressing room after school that evening, and there's a wreath, a, like at a funeral on oh. the stage. <laughs> oh, no. And, 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 and they read the card, and then supposedly, 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 it was from Greenwood. Oh no! <laughs> you know, at the time, uh, us being youngsters, we didn't think anything about. Oh, the coaches did that. Uh, we thought about it afterwards. But you're talking about getting fired up, and the coach grab it and sling it against the wall, and uh, he's crying. Uh, we beat them three nothing in overtime. The only loss. Wow. State championship in the Big Eight. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Good stuff. That's awesome. All right, man. Y'all have a good evening. You too. Appreciate it. I love it. The only time that Coach Cheryl ever, in I was there you know, on the team for five years, ever that I can remember using like bulletin board material at all as some sort of motivation. 1998, we were getting ready to play Alabama. We were hosting them in November. And that week, their punter, the Alabama punter, had made some comment. The punter in was an interview. trash talking. We didn't even the know punter? it was like on TV. Yeah, and and he Come said on. something like, "We're going to go over there and whip their butts or something like that." Take care, because we're Alabama. Well, Coach Cheryl got a hold of that video of that and had it and played it for us in the locker room just before we on a exit. VHS tape. Yes, probably. on a, like a projector just before <laughs> we exit and go out on the field. It's like the only time I can remember him doing that in five years. And we beat Alabama that day. I think it was like 26 to 14 or something. So, yeah. There you go, punter. Yeah. All right. Uh, over to uh, line two, where Rooster is hanging on. What's up, Rooster? Yeah, quick, before I forget a question. What does uh, – <laughs> I just caught the tail end of your comment. Okay. What in the world does Ben Hallen not know that Kermit Davis knows? Hmm, yeah, see, well, I guess what I, the, the point I was making, 
And I did say it didn't mean everything. We were just talking about the rivalry. The rivalry. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's grasping for straws to figure out how in the world Ole Miss and their men's team under Kermit Davis have had the upper hand in the rivalry. And it's pretty obvious that Kermit Davis does understand it because it goes a little bit farther back for him historically. Not only did he go to state, but his dad coached there. Now he's coaching at Ole Miss. But even in the comments after the game when they beat him, like he talked about how important it is and they circle that one and. You know, I mean, you can can tell a Ben Howland about it, but uh, I don't know. I mean, if you've not been around it that much. The answer is obvious. State doesn't care to beat Ole Miss. Listen, Ole Miss will not finish 500 this year. State will make the dance. They don't care about beating Ole Miss. It's not a big deal, and I guarantee you, if they never lose two, it'll always be 1-1. They don't care. They're not motivated. That's a simple answer. Well, I mean, but I wonder if, but maybe if, let's just, uh, okay, let's just assume that's true. Shouldn't they care? No, it don't mean anything. <laughs> Listen, I go back 70 years, and I remember when Ole Miss took the head basketball coach and promoted him to assistant football coach. That's what the press release said. They don't care about basketball. <laughs> Promoted the head basketball coach. It's a no-brainer. It means nothing. <laughs> Mississippi State does have a basketball legacy. Babe McCarthy, I was there. Oh, Miss, I'm blessed of hearts. They don't have any basketball legacy. I love the pavilion. It's a great arena. Rooster. But no, I'm sorry. That's, that's two days. Hey, basketball. Rooster, that is two days in a row that you have blessed somebody's heart on this radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're Kermit Davis and Ben Allen on my prayer list. I love both of them. <laughs> okay. But Ole Miss basketball is a non-entity. State will make the dance. Ole Miss will be lucky to finish 500. I mean, did you watch the game last night? I didn't watch it. I, I will admit. Oh, I, Lord. I'm, I intended to watch it and just completely forgot that it was on. And but I, and so it didn't look like but, I missed much. That's, that's the reason. And what was the uh, – what did the Ole Miss – what was her laying down the gauntlet to, to well, Novak? What was her – Mad Tiger, Mad, Tiger Mad Tiger said that after the Ole Miss women beat State the other day, thoroughly, by the way, that the Ole Miss coach said, we're going to go to start and do it up there, too, or something like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It didn't bother me one bit. And hey, listen, I'm a dirty old man. Those Ole Miss girls are also cute. Not only uh-huh. good, they're cute. They, yeah. All right, <laughs> All right Rooster. Simmer, hey, simmer down. Simmer down, Rooster. Simmer down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. <clears throat> Bless his heart. I have no comment. Yesterday it was I mean, <laughs> Yesterday it was the Cowboys head coach Rooster said something like and McCarthy bless his heart. I'm thinking only in the south do people call and bless the heart of the Cowboys head coach after losing a playoff in, game. In true southern fashion, he is praying for both yeah. both rivals. Their, their coaches. Thoughts and prayers. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I just... Hey, you know what? Oh, 100, 100, grand, you, oh, 100 grand I'm may be on to something on here. He oh. may be on to something. 100 grand text the show says, Hello, Homecoming Queen and Matt. Mad Tiger needs his own radio show. He might. You know, if you if Mad Tiger had a show where, let's say, he just told stories. He's, he's, he is always one of my most favorite callers. He's great. He has the best stories. I want to meet him 
and let's go to JSU One's house, who he barbecues and tailgates, quote unquote, in his backyard. Oh yeah, I remember hearing he, that. You know, remember before the uh, oh, yeah. the, the swag bowl or, or the Jackson State bowl game, he said he was tailgating in the backyard. He's going to have a few folks over, and he was going to basically grill and cook for him in the backyard. I thought, now that's the way to go. Parking your and own who driveway. Who was it that was mm-hmm. doing all the turkeys? Was it that? That was uh, that was Mad Tiger, I thought, or maybe I think that? it was Mad Tiger, he was wasn't it? Doing all kinds of turkeys. Yeah, he said as he was, far as re- I don't know, frying, yeah. frying a bunch of turkeys. Yeah. Anyway, don't don't drop them in the fryer frozen. YouTube that for <laughs> if you want to see what that does. You can put a turkey in orbit, <clears throat> and you with it if you're not careful. Got a Mad Tiger tell stories while you're eating barbecue. There you go. <laughs> what could be better? David, see, that's okay, Rooster. This is what I'm getting at. David texts and says they should care. It's a conference game. I'm not In-state 100% game. in belief that they don't care. I, yeah. Sorry. 100 Grand says, don't forget about Kobe. Went to bring him along. Yeah, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe's the biggest Jackson State fan that, that we hear from. And if we could get those guys together, we could have a show now. There you for go. Sure. For sure. And Rob J. Of course, right now, Rob's got his priorities where they're supposed to be, and that's the Chiefs run to another Super Bowl. You hear me, Rob? I'm surprised you don't have your Chiefs gear on today. I have it on. Uh, I will definitely have it on on Friday. Okay. Yes. On Friday, I'll be wearing a Chiefs gear. Chop, chop. Oh, 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 oh. Happy anniversary, Bill. Thank you very much. From all of us to all of you, Bill, happy anniversary. Proud for you. Thank you. For the Homecoming Queen, for Bill, I'm Matt here in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. See you tomorrow. See ya.